0: How's it going, everybody? This is Joe Patrick from Dirty South Soccer. Uh, here doing five-stripe finals solo because I didn't have uh, my, my my good friend, Samuel, J, J. Samuel Jones with me. Um, but wanted to give you guys a quick recap after the game. Just got into my car and just wanted to give you all some thoughts on the game that was, uh, oh, how do you describe this one? Surprising? Um, disturbing? I don't know. There There are lots of words you could use. But it was not good. Um, Atlanta United lost, of course, 3-1 to, to the Columbus Crew. This is now the second time they've lost to the Crew this season. So no points off off one of the worst teams in, in the Eastern Conference in two games this season. Not good. Of course, they did beat the Crew in the U.S. Open Cup, which they Atlanta United obviously went on to go win. But um, not good to drop both of your league games against them. Not even get a point in either one. And this one was is tough. Um I think for the biggest the r- biggest reason being b- is because of what I think everybody expected from this team uh, coming into this game. You know, Atlanta United players and Frank de Boer had talked about how they were really in need of a break. They they needed to kind of um, get done with that stretch of matches that they had in August and July. Um, just to kind of refresh themselves both physically and mentally and uh, prepare themselves for the the run into the playoffs and then, of course, the playoffs themselves. And, you know, they just came out a mess. They looked flat. They looked disorganized. They looked slow, uninspired. You know, all those words probably apply to to what we saw. Um, And, yeah, it's just that's not what you expected. You expected a team, you know, considering how much they talked about needing the extra – whatever the extra juice um you expected the team to come out and play with their hair on fire and and kind of you know especially at mercedes-benz stadium it's a place that atlanta united has dominated opponents and you figured they would just kind of steamroll a team like columbus who was coming in who didn't have will trap and Giassi's artists for most of the international break because they were obviously playing with the united states So, you know, it just was one of those games where you thought everything was going in Atlanta United's way. And I'll be honest, I predicted, uh, I didn't really do it publicly, but just in my head, I was thinking this game was going to be Atlanta would just steamroll them. You know, I thought it was one of those ones where Joseph would score a brace probably and Tito Villalba would come on and score a goal, um, you know, to make it like 4-0 or 4-1 or something. It was going to be one of those games. And uh, it quite clearly was not... um, the post game stuff was actually it was somewhat interesting that you know everybody was pretty pretty dejected. Um, Frank DeBoer talked about how the team actually had two really poor practice training sessions by his measure uh, this week, and so that was kind of a sign for him that something like this could be on the way. You know, he just said it wasn't it wasn't sharp, it wasn't the usual. Uh, sharpness that Atlanta United trains with. And it made me think of something that uh, Michael Parker s- talked about earlier this season where he said, you know, in Frank DeBoer's training sessions, they're very serious stuff. You know, it's not to more like, you know, I think along the lines of Tata where, you know, the team would kind of go out. And we've all heard the stories about how they would kind of joke around and mess around on the training pitch. Of course, they would, you know, they would do their serious stuff, but they had plenty of time to... um to kind of, yeah, just play around and and be kind of relaxed out on the training pitch. And under Frank DeBoer, it's not that way. You know, he wants crisp passes. He wants passes inch perfect. And if they're not, you know, you get feedback on that as a player. And um, he didn't see that kind of sharpness this week. So pretty interesting to hear that. Um, You know, I asked Julian Gressel about, you know, whether he – anticipated something like this. And he, he agreed, you know, he said that, you know, some of the the training wasn't good enough and you have to wonder whether this was a matter of Atlanta United not being able to kind of switch back on about not being able to kind of, you know, turn the engine back over and get this thing humming again because the team just didn't look up for it. They didn't look, it wasn't like, uh, they were outplayed, you know, technically or outclassed tactically or anything like that to me it was mostly down to just the lethargy and the sloppiness of it all. Um, from back to front, really, I don't think many players, if any played well, you know, even guys who have been solid all year, like Miles Robinson, he had an own goal. Florentine Pogba had by far his worst game in Atlanta United shirt. Justin Miram, I would probably say the same thing. um, pity pity and joseph had some interplay that was decent joseph of course scored his goal but even then i I think for me the main issue with the team and those guys up front was that they could never really get the press working correctly because it it all kind of goes back to what the the team is doing with the ball and frank DeBoer discussed this as well just saying that the team was kind of rushing too much trying to get the ball upfield too quickly um and when they turned the ball over, then it left them exposed. It left them completely out of position, and Columbus was able to counter. And they showed that they were able to do that. They did it effectively in this game. And to me, you know, one of the things that um, really helped Atlanta United early in the season was Ezekiel Barco and his his influence in being able to um, control the game a little bit more and, and not and the, not letting the team get so um, open and out of hand, and letting the game get out of hand. And I thought that he was really missed today. Emerson Hindman came in for him in the starting lineup and did not really not did not impress at all. It was probably his worst game in Atlanta United shirt as well. He was honestly kind of anonymous. You didn't really notice much from him. Um I think you know Julian Gressel he he probably was one of the better players out there tonight. Um but you know there's only so much he can do and it's not like he was flawless either, you know. Everybody was kind of Exposed and when when every player is having an off night like that, to me that shows that there's something more fundamentally flawed with what was going on. And that was is exactly what we talked about earlier with the team just being too open and just leaving themselves too exposed. They had to make too many sprints up and down the pitch as the game wore on. That really affected them. You could see that they were tired and you know the game just ended up setting up perfectly for Columbus. So. Um, yeah, it was just a bad, bad night all around. One to forget. In fact, they were even uh, already erasing the, the soccer lines as we were write, writing up our game stories uh, after after media. So, uh, of course, the Falcons play here tomorrow night, which uh, may have already happened by the time you listen to this podcast. But um, anyways, I wanted to give you guys a quick recap on what went down and kind of the mood, the environment uh, after the game, what, what everybody was saying. And so I've talked about, you know, we talked to Julian, he was one of the only ones in there. Um, the players had cleared out very, very quickly, maybe quicker than I've ever seen before. I mean, it was pretty, pretty somber place. Um, I I'm trying to think back to some other notable, uh, you know, down dressing rooms. I, I think the one that stands out for me the most is obviously when they were. Uh, Eliminated from their season was was finished by by the Columbus Crew of all teams uh, in 2017. That was a really bad one. Tata was kind of on the on the edge of tears in his post game press conference, and everyone was just kind of sad because the season was over. But after a regular season game, this one's probably one of the worst ones. Um, you know, like I said, everybody was just out of there. By the time we got done with Frank DeBoer's press conference and we got in there, I think only Julian Gressel. Um, Franco Escobar, Pitti, and Leandro Gonzalez-Perez were hanging out um, in the locker room. Those were the only ones I saw. So, um, yeah, rough night. Rough night for Atlanta United. Um, They will try to correct course against Cincinnati. Of course, you know, Atlanta United has really struggled against teams toward the bottom of the table. We've already talked about the struggles that they've had against Columbus this season. Of course, they drew with Cincinnati in the home opener here uh, earlier this season. So, you would think and hope that this team could, you know, get corrected against Cincinnati. Um, this Cincinnati is just in absolute shambles. I mean, they're barely qualifies an MLS team, in my opinion. It's just terrible. So, um... You would think they'd be able to go up there and do well, but, you know, you never know. It's a weird venue they're going to play at, and obviously they've shown that they've struggled with this team before. But, you know, I, I, I do think that this Atlanta United team is still a different beast from what we saw earlier this season. You know, a lot of what we saw tonight, honestly, was you know, we we've kind of noticed some of those same struggles earlier in the season. Talking about guys trying to move the ball forward too quickly. Um, leaving the team exposed and open. When a lot of when the ball was held in possession, there wasn't a lot of movement. There wasn't a lot of um, guys didn't seem to know what they were going to do with the ball once they got it. They kind of got it and then found their pass, tried to find a man. They didn't kind of have that intuitive instinct to to know where to go with the ball as soon as it came to their feet. So I think those were some of the struggles, same struggles we saw earlier in the season. But I don't think that they will persist in the same way that they did just because of you know the the team is set up to me this game was just more about the energy and um and you know the 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 mental strength the team had coming into this game it just didn't seem like it was it was there and i i don't like to you know um get on players too hard for you know lack of um mental strength or lack of you know what what they bring physically because they're professional athletes and I'm just some guy watching them and trying to describe uh, what they do to people. But um, yeah, it was just one of those nights where they just didn't have it. So um, there you go. They'll hope to get it fixed. And uh, we will too. Um, We will of course be bringing you all the coverage from dirty South soccer. Um, And until then we will talk to you guys later. Hopefully you have a good weekend and a good start to your week. See ya.